Now back to Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla. Hello, my friends. I'm glad you're back. I've, my guest today is Joshua Tongo. He's an author, a speaker, and a healing practitioner. Um, he has spoken throughout the United States and abroad on topics such as religion, spirituality, and personal development. And he offers new paradigms relevant for our day and age. And with his unique and diverse background, he's a fresh voice for modern-day spirituality. And Joshua, we're, I'm just delighted to have you on the show, and I wanted to um, you to tell our listeners about your new book that's out, the the secret to awesomeness. Um, will you share a little bit about that with my listeners? Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, the title is called "The Secret to Awesomeness." It's a lot different from my first book, <laughs> which has to do with religion. It was a little bit more on the serious side. Um, this one is more of like a self help book, and I'm just wanting to like empower people. And show them that you could actually create the life that you've always wanted. And so just like with my first book, I dealt with the big topics of Christianity. And in the second book, I'm dealing with the big topics of just life in general that everybody deals with. And so I talk about stuff like loving yourself, uh, how to manifest money, um, how to heal your body, how to experience happiness and find purpose, um, how to experience wonder, uh, the importance of taking risks, achieving your goals, and even ways that you can overcome your fears. And so there's there's a lot, and I share a lot of my experiences in there. Of course, I'm, like, piggybacking off of, like, a lot of the people, a lot of giants from the past, you know, like Pauline Hill and Joseph Murphy, and I'm just trying to put it in, in today's language and with a little twist in some of my own flavor at the same time. Fabulous, fabulous. So you have a chapter <laughs> on the the subconscious mind. Yeah. What is the subconscious? Yeah, so when I when I describe that, um, I, I first make a distinction between what we have. We have two minds, and people aren't aware of this in a sense, where we have something called the, the conscious mind, which is the rational mind, and we have something called the subconscious mind, which is the irrational mind. So the differences are the conscious mind is actually the voluntary mind. It's the one that, that basically analyzes all the information that we get, and it actually decides. So, like right now, you, you decided to talk on the phone with me and do this interview and what you're going to eat later tonight for dinner. The subconscious mind, on the other hand, is actually different. It's an irrational mind. It doesn't really think or choose the same way the conscious mind does. It, it basically reacts based upon the information that's stored in it. And it doesn't, and it actually works 24-7, surprisingly. So, mm-hmm. your subconscious mind doesn't sleep and it orchestrates all of your bodily functions like pumping blood. Uh, digestion and breathing, you know, you don't have to, like, speak to your heart and be like, hey, heart, why don't you pump blood today, (laughs) you know, it just automatically does it for you you without even thinking, and another thing to keep in mind is that your subconscious mind, it has no sense of humor, so it can't tell the difference between, like, quote-unquote reality and, like, an imagined thought, and so, in other words, your, your subconscious mind is completely impersonal, so it has no filter, so it doesn't hear, like, a negative belief and, and argue with it. Um, it doesn't even care if a belief is true or not. <laughs> it just it just stores it in there as information, and then right. we, we react based upon that. And uh, what people don't realize is that people, uh, everybody, we operate from our subconscious mind at least 95% of the time. And so this is why mm-hmm. it's so important. For example, like I'm, I'm sure you, you're you're familiar with this. Then, if if you uh, you know in Christianity, so when I was growing up, I uh, used to read something called like devotionals. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to my Bible, I have, like, an extra book to help me understand my Bible and give me some little encouragement. So 
when I was younger, or even when I was older too, I would I would read my my daily devotionals, and you know I would get inspired in the morning, and so I choose to want to feel better every morning. So mm-hmm. it would be interesting because after I'm done praying, after I'm done reading these encouraging words and how I'm loved and how I'm blessed, all of a sudden it seems to come out of nowhere. Later on, I just feel like crap. I feel bad. You know, like I feel like I, I'm, I'm a nobody or I feel ashamed. And I'm thinking, like, what happened? <laughs> I just woke up right. and I, I did my daily devotional. And so this is where people don't realize where the subconscious mind started kicking in. So your conscious mind, you want to, you know, feel better. You want to say positive affirmations. But your subconscious mind is a lot more powerful. And so my subconscious mind is like all those years of, of things that I've, I've allowed to enter my mind of things where I'm like, I feel like I'm a nobody, or I could feel I'm ugly, or I feel like um, I'm poor, you know, and so this is where, if you want to change your world, we have to reprogram our subconscious mind, and so that that's where I, I get into the book. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. When I think of the subconscious mind, I think of it as like this huge repository, where the, right. it's, everything is stored there, and, and you're right. You know, it doesn't have a sense of humor, so there's no differentiation between um, reality or illusion. You know, it, it just, right. it's all there. But there's also in the there's a collective subconscious. Um, right. You know, uh, Charles Fillmore, who was one of the co-founders of Unity, called it race consciousness, and and we notice it. The, the influence of people around us during certain decades, right. you know? Right. You can almost right. say, oh, you're this, you're that, you know? Because of the flavor mm-hmm. of the subconscious right. mind, the programming. So, yeah, right. yeah, I right. get it. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful thing. <laughs> it, it is, and to understand the differentiation. Um, you know, I even go a step further with it and, and say there's a super conscious mind. There's the 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 part of the mind that watches the other two parts of the mind, you know? It's, oh, sure, it's sure. that uh-huh. you know, that's that our connection with the truth of who we are, the our spiritual right. nature, the higher thoughts, the the right. um, more creative thoughts that that when mm-hmm. we when we begin to like not react but to say, okay, how do I choose to respond, there's more possibility sure. present. Sure, sure. Or maybe you could call it your higher self, you know? Like yes, your, your true yes. awareness, right? Yes. Yeah, so I agree with that. <laughs> so so we all have the ability to create, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. You believe that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so where does that power come from, in your opinion, Josh? Yeah, so uh, well, when I was growing up, I, I always thought that the power comes from like outside of me in a sense. It's like uh-huh. it's it's like God is God is out there, you know. So when I need something, I pray, you know, and I ask God to do something. And there's nothing wrong with praying, but I felt like there was a, a misunderstanding in my mind of how it worked. And so it's I, I believe that our ability to create or to just do any of these things, these powerful things, it's not from a deity that's outside of you, but I actually believe it's a power that's within you. Like it's an intelligence. Mm-hmm. It's just like what you were saying. Was it like a super subconscious you were saying? It's uh-huh. like this invisible consciousness that, that's capable of infinite possibilities. And so what I do in my book is that I'm just showing people how to quote-unquote connect to the source or, or better stated just to wake up to it, up to, you know, to the, to the reality of who you really are. 
You know, so yeah. you don't have to look outside yourself, but just to look within it to realize you are very, very powerful, but you just don't know it yet. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and it's just being able to awaken to that because people will think that it's like um, it's arrogant to claim that you have this much power, but it's not. It's just walking, you know, who you truly are and, and making the most of this life, knowing that you can create your reality instead of acting like a victim or else you're always going to be like, God, why did you do this? Why me? Why me? Why did you? Well, once you understand that the power is in your hand, right. then you won't have that kind of mentality, why poor little me, you know? And you could take the situation into your own head and, and make it the way you want it to be. So it's very empowering. <laughs> You know, that this it, understanding it, it instead of leaving it to someone outside of you. It's a totally different perspective, um, a right. different level of, of consciousness. Mm-hmm. It, it, right. You realize that you happen to life. Life doesn't happen to you. Right. You have right. the power within you to create the life you want to experience. What? Really? Mm-hmm. You mean right. God doesn't do this for me? <laughs> what? <laughs> You know, I I can remember um, in in ministerial school when I uh, was there, you know, talking about, well, what is prayer? You know, really drilling down, what is prayer? And I really came to the the conclusion that we pray to change us, not to change a situation to change God or to change another person. We pray to change our, to lift our thoughts up, to awaken ourselves to the right. highest possibility right. for the soul to right, be right. healed. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's why so, I, I tell people, whether it comes to healing or, or manifesting money, whatever it is, you know, praying, you're not necessarily praying for something as if you don't already have it. You know, maybe you may not right. see it, but all possibilities exist. So, so real, I mean, praying in my understanding is more of just an awakening of recognizing what you already have and somehow you choose a possibility that you want in your life, that you want to see manifested in, in front of your own eyes, you know. So it's, it's in a, more of an awakening in my understanding. I love that. I love that. So, so that's part of this, um, this secret to awesomeness is awakening mm-hmm. to the infinite unlimited possibilities. Now, we don't experience unlimited possibilities when we're in um, a uh, competitive mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's what it the ego takes that, <laughs> Right. Yeah, you, it takes the shift to, to okay, yeah, I, if it's unlimited, then, then it's really creative. My God, the energy here is a whole lot better than it is when I think either I win or you win, you know? Right, either you right. like Josh or you like Carla. No, we're not playing in that field. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh-huh. We're not dividing yeah. up teams. You know, we're on the same team. Right, right. And that's where the power comes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you know, like the power... Uh, you know, I, I would label it as love. You know, ultimately the source is oh, love. Oh, yes, And, yes, and that, yes. that, that's a big part of my book, that it's not just this, uh, it's not just an energy, but it's just, it's like this energetic type of love. That's something that you can feel. And um, that's something that I've experienced my whole life, that um, even now getting out of um, fundamentalist Christianity, I still have many of the similar experiences that I had when I was a kid. You know, a lot of the positive things I just have, a different way of interpreting them these days. And so, you know, when people get concerned about me, like, you know, what happened? He's probably horrible now, or he's an atheist, (laughs) and I'm not. Um, 
just my understanding of God and life and myself is a lot different now. And but I still experience love um, every day, you know. And, and mm-hmm. to me, that's a priority for me to to know. I want to know, you know, to be able to live from this from this love, you know, every day to love my wife, to love my family, yeah. and. Um, so it's it's a beautiful thing for me, you know. I mean, the healing is great, manifesting money is great, but ultimately, self love is, is is foundational for me. I love it. <laughs> the um, you love so, it. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I I agree with you. Love is the only creative power because it mm. seeks to right. expand and unite and harmonize and heal. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need love and light, you know, and then right. then there is the possibility for all else to be brought forth. My guest today is Josh Tongle. He's written a book, The Secret to Awesomeness. He's been on a spiritual quest, um, a journey that has taken him from the very fundamental, the very, um, what I would say is the very mystical, the the possibility of anything. Anything exists in the metaphysical world, in the world where of dreams and visions and ideas and intentions. So, um, what would you like to share with my listeners, Josh? Um, I mean, in general? I was thinking about, you know, some of your personal manifestation stories. Oh, okay. Like, one of the big ones for me was the healing of my own body. And so one of the biggest struggles that I had was, um, and it happened to me at a young age. And uh, in my mid twenties, um, I was I, I injured my back, and I ended up getting something called a herniated disc, and I suffered from sciatica. And so uh, I don't know if you know this, Carla, but I used to be in a break dancing since I was a little kid. Like I was really involved oh, in break dancing, wow. and uh, <laughs> and that's how I injured my back one day. And so that herniated disc, basically. Um, what that is, is in your spine, in between each vertebrae are your discs. And when I injured my back, basically my, my, my disc in my in between the vertebrae were getting crushed. And so mm-hmm. it's like a jelly donut. Um, they were describing it to me. So it would bulge out and it would touch something called a sciatic nerve. And so it, it hurt really, 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 really bad um, and affected me in so many ways, like with walking and sleeping, if I cough, if I sneeze, like everything brought so much pain to my body physically. And when I wake up in the morning, um, the moment I put my feet on the floor, it feels like I'm stepping on thousands of needles, you know. So, And there are days where I would just literally fall to the ground. So that was one issue that I had. And not too long after that, <clears throat> I got something called, I, I, I had what felt like a, like a pre-heart attack. And um, I was eating food late one night, and I had this pain in my chest and this weird feeling on my left side, and um, I didn't know what was going on. And afterwards, when I went to the doctors, I found out um, I was diagnosed with something called gastroesophageal reflux disease, which is called GERD. And so it was a problem with my throat, and I couldn't eat a lot of things, anything acidic or oily. I had to change my diet completely. And so for both of those major things in my life was my back and, and the, the GERD. I did physical therapy. I did uh, acupuncture. I changed my diet, and I just kept getting worse and worse. And so long story short, um, those things are healed. <laughs> I'm 34 Fabulous. years old now. 
and they're both healed. And so that that's something that I could testify for myself that this is not just theory to me. Um, people can people who have been there with me through my suffering have seen on how my body just healed itself. And I don't have I don't take any medication at all. I used to be on pills like every day, like seven or eight pills a day. And um, so yeah, what do you so the healing to? Yeah, so a lot of it did have to do with my my mindset. And um, back in the day, I I was doing healing, but it wasn't the type of healing that I understand now where, you know, where it's more universal. This one was more of like the Christian version, which is my my charismatic background. (laughs) And Uh so, Uh but it it has similar principles, but the the semantics, the language is very different. And so... Um, back then, what what really helped me was number one, my thinking, and mm-hmm. actually believing that my healing is already done. That was the yes, language that yes, we would yes. use back in the day. So my healing is yes. already done, and I would I would actually act it out, you know. And so when I had my back pain, my back injury in phase, I would do stuff to act as though, as though I didn't have any back pain. Or when it came to my throat problem. I would purposely eat the foods I'm not supposed to eat. Now, I'm not telling your listeners to do that, right, because we're all at different places in our understanding, but that's how I uh, was able to heal my body with my own mind, and it's by thinking and acting in a certain way. So it's not just you think it, but you actually have to live it out. If you're actually believing something in your subconscious mind, you're actually going to feel it, and when you feel it, the the next thing to do is to act. And so when I was healed of my GERD, it's like completely gone, like totally gone. Um, and I remember as a step of faith, I was in my university, my alma mater, and I remember just eating burgers and pizzas that day, and it didn't affect me at all. It just disappeared. But before that, I'm telling you, I couldn't eat, hardly eat anything. And I had chest pain and heartburn every single day, like every single day. And I had to sleep with, like, elevated pillows. And um, you give me one little lifesaver candy, it messes up my throat the whole day, and it just disappeared like that. And it's, it was amazing. Like, you know, to this day, I still get emotional just thinking about how my life has been changed. Exactly, exactly. Um, um, the reason um, I believe you is um, because uh, this has been my experience also in life. There, mm. there are principles that we yeah. follow. The idea that there is all possibilities exist. That mm-hmm. when we focus our attention upon one of the possibilities yeah. and and draw that that thought into our mind and really flesh out our imagination, you know, what would it be like? Yeah. What would Josh look like healed? What would he be doing yeah. that he's not doing now? You really, so that you can taste it and smell it and touch it, and you really know what yeah. it is. That's what a vision does for you. You don't worry with yeah. about how, do you, Josh? How, no, you how don't. does it matter? That, that's what's crazy, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you focus on the how, that's when you start to worry, because it seems impossible. That's when it stops, you know, it's, it's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's like, exactly. It's like so I tell people, cr- how's uh, none of your business? Back. You know, yeah. I, I, I keep saying, no, it's none of your business. Leave how out of the picture. Yeah. Your business is to create this amazing vision that fills you with enthusiasm that connects yeah. you with the deepest part of yourself where you yeah. you, you can really come alive to yeah. to life in a different way and then you set an yeah. intention 
you know, you, you anchor that vision with a promise. And the promise mm-hmm. then becomes the GPS for the vision. And, mm-hmm. and, and the, the, um, the promise sounds like this. I am willing to be completely whole, healthy, and alive. I am mm-hmm. willing. Yes, every cell in my body responds with a with a charge, and that charge is life, 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 and it's happening right now as I'm speaking. And then you act, yeah. Yeah. and as you take a step towards your vision, the law is the vision is moving towards you, and it is done immediately. Mm-hmm. And so, step by step, you step into until you and the vision are one. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's you know, Josh. We're we're talking right before Holy Week here, and we're talking about the the human journey we all go through. Mm-hmm. Understanding that we're fully human, but there is that aspect of us that's fully divine too. You know, if mm-hmm. Jesus didn't die for our sins, which I I don't think that's the most powerful message of Jesus, but He died to show us a way to live life vibrantly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so crucifixion right. comes along the way. You know, right. we gotta right. we gotta be willing to. Okay, life happens, but I happen to life, and in empowering right. ourselves, miracles follow. Mm-hmm. And I always tell mm-hmm. people, don't give up before the miracle. Right. So to, right. to all of my listeners, I want to uh, encourage you to check out Josh's book, The Secret to Awesomeness, um, to check out his YouTube videos, to go to his website, joshuatongle.com, and, um, and learn about this amazing voice for possibility. Because, my friends, it's up to us. The reason we're alive is we can do it, but we do it together, not alone. Together, yeah. have so much power. Josh, thank you so much for being on this show, and oh, I, I really would love to have you back again. I, I definitely sure. am excited to follow your career, and congratulations uh, on your anniversary. Uh, thank you. <laughs> it was an honor to be on your show. Thanks, Carla.